water, fire, air, and dirt, fucking magnets. How do they work? And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. Solar eclipse and vicious weather. 15,000 juggalos together. It's the Telesis of Societal Podcast. We cover music, we cover anime slash other TV related nonsense. And the third thing that I have not covered in a while, sports. We cover sports. And the sport that I am choosing to cover today is college football, which has finally returned this weekend. Uh, we had the preseason with the AAC and the Sun Belt and the D3 squads of the world. But um listen, I don't care where you're from. Obviously, <laughs> if you look on Twitter, ESPN, uh your streets, any metric possible, people start talking about college football and SEC started. It just means more. And it meant a lot less after watching some of these teams play on Saturday. So in under six minutes, hopefully, we're going to describe every SEC one word. I'm having an aneurysm right now. We're going to describe every SEC team in one word and just let it flow. Let it rock. And maybe we'll be accurate in the grand scheme of things. Starting the SEC least and starting from the bottom of the least. We're going to Vanderbilt. Uh, one word to describe Vanderbilt. Uh, feeble. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, same song and dance with Derek Mason. I love a brother. Um, I don't want him to get fired. And I think he has a job that's just too much for him. And I, I'd applaud for him not quitting, but it's over with. I mean, the same problems he had five, what, he's been there for what, four years now? Uh, I think Franklin went like in 2016 and Mason came over the same, it's like 2016 or so. Defense still very stout relatively speaking offense still not very good couple individually talented pieces not enough to go over the hump uh 17 12 to a&m i believe they fumbled on a&m's 30 after a 10 yard sack to play before with about five minutes left never touch the ball again that's just unacceptable um south carolina must champ gonna must champ put hives between gone and must champ so uh, me as i understand they needed it was 31 24 i believe from what i understand i didn't watch the game but from what i understand they got down to about the 20-ish of tennessee got in a close fourth down and decided to kick a field goal with about two minutes left i want to say that from what I watched on Score Center and from what I understand from the internet, that's about what happened. And that sounds about very Will Muschamp ish. He's never going to hire a really offensively advanced offensive mind, and his defense just doesn't have the dogs to really represent what I guess he wants to do schematically. Um, he's just not a good fit, but I don't know who South Carolina can get that's better than Muschamp. So. I don't see that happy marriage anytime soon. Missouri, um, not good. 
listen, Missouri had a pretty messed up offseason, if I remember correctly. And that's a year after they had a really messed up offseason uh, with, with very racial incidents. Uh, I believe problems on a governmental level in that city. Uh, very, very, very flawed uh, state, I should say, in Missouri. And that bleeds over to the football program, which is not good. Um, kind of like a another version of South Carolina where there's some, there's some good pieces. But overall, I mean, that's just not a program that gets over the hump very often. Got Kelly Bryant last year. I believe it was the last year with um, whoever their previous head coach was before Dirk Woods. I believe it's pretty Barry Odom, I believe. Uh, Barry Odom. Uh, the continuity hire uh, didn't work out very well, if I remember correctly. Uh, and I believe they only went seven seven wins with Brian. I think Brian may have missed the postseason, matter of fact. Something like that. Um, Brian, I don't know why the fuck you went to Missouri over Auburn. I don't understand that. Uh, one word. Irrelevant. Um, Kentucky. Composed, but not composed everywhere. The one word be composed, but not composed everywhere would be a general byline. I think they're a, a team that could be very good with, with what I'm looking at here. The defensive line looked better than I expected. The secondary looked feisty. Maybe a little bit too feisty. They fired the wrong guys. They looked feisty against my Tigers. Schematically, Eddie Grant did a lot of things on offense that I didn't know he had capable of misdirection, all that stuff. I probably should have knew between Lynn Bowden and Terry Wilson working the first time a couple years ago. But a lot of things misdirection-wise that worked well, got guys open. Um, offensive line looked great. Running game looked good. Uh, Pass the Cavoisier, uh, maybe the best name other than Smoke Monday that you could possibly find. I would I would even wager that he has to smoke and he has to pass the Cavoisier. I don't think there's a lot, I don't think there's a name better in all of sports than Cavoisier Smoke. Um, just being honest with you, I I could see if they get Joey back. I believe Joey, if he got a full off season, which appeared he did, I believe Joey would be the preferable option for this team by the end of the season. I believe that red zone Terry Wilson is too indecisive. I believe you can honestly say Terry Wilson is too indecisive. Period. Uh, when it comes to passing the ball. And I just think that he's a, he has a clear ceiling as a quarterback. He's a senior, I believe. Uh, he could come back, but I don't think he progressed very much. There's just a guy that is a good enough game manager for this offense, but I do not believe they would be in contention for the number two spot. But they make up for the number three spot, which is currently being held by the Tennessee Volunteers. My one word would be ingratiating. Um, Garantano, I still don't believe, is a top-tier SEC quarterback. I'm in the top half of the SEC. Um, he just is not very good at most things you need to be good at to really make an offense good. Uh, but he's good enough, and he makes Pruitt's life tough. Like, that's all you want is for Justin Pruitt to suffer. No person deserves to suffer more other than Kirby Smart and Nick Saban in this conference than Pruitt. What a horrible person. Um, moving on. Georgia. Soon to be one and one. The Georgia Bulldogs look abjectly horrendous with uh, I believe his name is Dewan um Mathis looked horrible. Mathis looked bad. Um offense looked bad. 
Stetson Bennett looked like the leader of a top three team in talent against the Arkansas Razorbacks. So take that for what you will. Um, my one word to be uh, in over their goddamn heads and they're going to beat Auburn. Um, Florida Gators, one word points. They're going to have to score a lot of them. They got to play LSU, I believe. They got to play Georgia at some point. Um, even 10. They got lucky, blessed by the grace of God, to play Alabama. Uh, and by the grace of God, I mean the grace of complaining and Nick Saban. Um, grace by, by that. Listen, this team has a horrible defense. I mean, and horrible Lane's first game at Ole Miss, and he's scheming up wide-open guys that you shouldn't be able to call until your fifth game with the chemistry going. And I mean, this isn't like a, this isn't like the old Ole Miss team where you had like three NFL receivers. These guys are all right. They're not amazing, dog. I Listen, Florida, let's just say that complaining helped them out because they had to play. I'm looking just down the road here. If they had to play Auburn, Alabama, Mississippi State right now, I think they'd give up at least, what, 450 passing to each of those teams? 400? At least 400 to each of those teams passing. Their defensive backfield looks bad. Um, just, I guess, a rough idea of where this ends up playing out. I got Florida at one in the division. Um... It's hard. It's really hard to go against Jordan number two. Uh, but they definitely do not look comparable to Florida right now. So I'm giving number two. I give Kentucky three. Um, I give Tennessee four. South Carolina looks at me like number five. And then Vanderbilt at six and Missouri at seven. That's how I'm feeling right now. Uh, moving to the West. Ole Miss looked very impressive, even in the loss. Went score for score for the majority with the greatest quarterback since Tebow in Florida uh, athletics. Um, Kyle Pitts may be the greatest tight end <laughs> this side of Gronkowski. Honestly, I'm saying that straight. That dude is good as heck. I mean, you can contest he's not even the consensus best tight end in his state. And you can still say that my aforementioned uh, praise of him is correct because tight ends in, in Florida right now, <laughs> they're, they're eating. Um, but all that being said, I think Matt Coral is that dude. Um, I only think that Rich Rod put an amazing scheme around him. Um, I'm still a big fan of Plumlee, but I don't believe that you give Plumlee the, the job right now until you just see something out of Coral that you just don't like. I like where Coral is at. I think the receivers looked all right. I think the running game probably needs to be a little bit better than where it was at, but, you know. It's a matchup thing. Like, if you really have a, a team that's stout defensively in the secondary, you could put Plumlee in, and Jerry Eagle is a lot better because of that. It's just, it's just you know, kind of work that out schematically. But one word, um, upside, I would say. Uh, LSU, a team without much upside as of right now. Uh, I would say uh, capped out. That's my one word, and I'm with a hyphen. I just don't see what LSU this year. I do think it'll be a massively better with Stingley back and um, guys being sent through the fire fire to improve, especially in the defensive backfield. 
Uh, I don't believe that Blint Brennan will be that much over his head again. But th- here's the thing. I'm supposed to keep keeping these short. I'm keeping it short. Think about LSU quarterbacks that came in uh, with experience and to replace veteran starters. Most of the time, that hasn't worked out very well with LSU. Anthony Jennings did not do much. Um, I think I think Brandon Harris is a true freshman, but I may be wrong about that. Either way, he came in in relief of Jennings. Did not work out very well. Um, Etling was not very good. Um, just thinking about guys before Mettenberger. I mean, <laughs> Jared Lee and Slash. Uh, what's the other one's name? Jordan Jefferson. You know, not not the greatest of all time. So, um, I think they, I think they, I think O, I think the one flaw with Coach O from what it seems to me, from what I've heard and from what I've seen, is that he's very headstrong to could be position. I think he's very smitten to guys very easily, and I think him him. And maybe Insminger too, the offensive coordinator. They have this idea in their head that the guy they want is just the guy that's going to be, and they're not very willing to give um, a competition in that manner. One understands what happened to Burrow too. Burrow won the job in their eyes very early, and it kind of just went with that. Um, and they didn't play a game very well with Narcissi and other guys that transferred. Uh, Brendan stayed because Brendan's not good at football, but the other guys left. I don't think they played the game very well. So take that what you may, but I do believe they'll improve to, you know, look a little bit less off when there has people Alabama and Auburn um, and Florida. Uh, Arkansas, weird. So Felipe Franks is still not good as a SEC football quarterback. Uh, their defense looks very close to what you kind of, that, that Big Ten style build that, um, that Bielema wanted. They look very feisty. They don't look very talented. They don't look very fast, but they look feisty. They look strong, and that's an improvement from last year. Uh, all, I think identity of offense could work, but I believe that they just don't have enough originality to make up for like the talent they have right now. And I think it'd be very dismissive to, to think that this is like a finished product or anything close to um, mainly because I know Pim's going to have more talent coming in in terms of really strong dudes that are going to be I don't know how they will be like talent wise but they'll be strong as hell and they won't be getting pushed around um, against Georgia like they did in the second half in a couple of years from now um A&M <laughs> overrated is just too nice it's a waste of time. It's a waste of effort. They're time wasters. I don't know why people keep on trying to find something in Aiden that's not there. Jimbo is overrated. Jimbo hasn't been a good offensive mind in a decade. Um, Kellen Mond is... Listen, I, I went to bat for Kellen Mond on Auburn Forum saying this dude is not worse than Bo Nitz if you just going off for last year. And I look like a fool because people aren't going to factor that in when they look at this year. And I got to factor in I said last year because of how better Bo looks than this dude. Bo in that one game against Kentucky looked better than Mon has looked in the past since like the Clemson game two years ago. I mean, Mon does not look good. He doesn't look good against anybody. He's just mid. Kellen Mid is his name. 
Um, 17, 12 against Vanderbilt. Listen, they paid him $100 million just to be sorry as hell. Can you imagine having, like, top five points in the, in the NCAA looking for a Sumlin upgrade and getting somebody worse than Sumlin? That's amazing to me. Mississippi State, um, fun. Listen, that offense, Peter Costello is going to be gassed because it performs a little bit. He looked very indecisive at times, but I will say his ball touch, the way he touches balls, the way his balls get placed in, in hands, it's remarkable. He's got some touch all day. Um, movement is not there. He's not very good at moving, I feel like. But he's okay. He's not awful. He's not good at moving. Uh, the offensive line is horrible. It's going to kill him against better teams at LSU, but um, they, they could help it a little bit with more like passes to the backs and like left, right, the flats. Um, they need some more of that, I guess. Some more some more flats would be okay, but as far as down the field, the intermediate to long, they looked great. Uh, Kylan Hill was like maybe the best running back in the, maybe the whole league. I mean, his few runs, he looked great. Uh, his passes, I mean, he looks damn near unstoppable when the ball hits him via pass. Camara type value right now. Um, just great. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I like Mississippi State right now. I don't think they'll be in the playoff contention, but they look great. Uh, Auburn. Dark Horse. Um, and I don't mean the way people do in the Auburn, like, oh, well, you know, there'll be Dark Horse, it'll be horrible. I mean, like, a legitimate Dark Horse. And here, here's why. Three things. Receiver diversity, a lot of that. Seth Williams got a lot of the touches, but a lot of other guys got open. Receiver diversity was there. Schwartz was like a legitimate, like, threat across the field, not just speed sweeps. Stove is running some of the same sets that Seth does and is getting open. There's a lot of diversity there. Freshman receivers touching the ball. There's a lot of diversity. And it's, that's what it was a skeletal gameplay. It was not a very fleshed out game plan by Chad whatsoever. No check downs. No, not really many screens. I don't even any running back screens if I remember correctly. Um, not, not, made trick, not much trickeration. It was a very skeletal game plan for the most part. Uh, number two. Defense line had a lot of injuries, a lot of... Uh, defense line's not a finished product right now, they, by no means. Uh, Derek Hall got taken out at the end of the first half because of the whole uh, dumb hit he did. Um, I believe it was a defensive tackle that was hurt, I believe. Uh, Kobe Wooden, I don't think you know where he, they want him to be at right now. But it's an undersized one. I don't think you know where they want him to be at right now, but he is good. He just, they need to find his position. Um... Third thing, schematically, I don't think I, there's been a lot of times where I feel like Kevin Steele has been out coached, like one half or the other, and he usually figures out in the other half. Um, uh, there's a couple of things that that don't, you know, go into that guys because UCF I don't think we really ever figured it out. Minnesota I don't think we really figured it out. Alabama didn't figure it out. Um, but I will contend that he did do enough to mess up Terry Wilson's second half here. I think it's more just Terry Wilson messed himself up quite a bit because they had chances to score points in, this, in the second half too. Uh, secondary did not look good. 
to me, defensive line did not look. It looked better than secondary. So if you want to do like the chicken versus the egg thing, I think the secondary looked worse than defensive line. I think that I think they put enough pressure on Wilson to where defensive line should have been as bad as it was. But I also believe it was schematic more than it was as talent. McCreary looks great. I mean, that's a top three round guy easily. Um, Pritchett looked okay. I believe he got hurt at some point. That kind of hurt him. They didn't seem they didn't have really a great replacement behind him. They had a lot of guys hurt. Like Domio, I believe, is Pritchett's backup. I believe he wasn't even able to go. Linebackers got to be better, but Papo looks good. Papo, he looks great. Uh, so you like that out of him. Uh, I, it seemed like a very go through the motions type of game. And to be able to play a go through the motions game against a top 23 team that looked like a top 25 type team in Kentucky, you got to love that. Uh, Alabama, who watched that game? So that's the end of the, this uh, episode. Uh, definitely was not under seven minutes. We'll try again next time. In fact, it was 20, but we'll try again next time and see what happens.